0: this is the ivy retirement podcast with peter loffenberg from the ivy league advisory group when a part of your financial strategy is out of tune your long-term goals your retirement savings and your legacy can all suffer with many years of experience in the financial industry peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security retirement income planning wealth management and much more Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Loffenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivyag.com. And while at the website, check out the podcast page to listen to past shows or to subscribe to our program, which you can do on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions that you may have, set up a face-to-face meeting or a virtual meeting as well. As the country continues to be stirred up by economic disruption and uncertainty, many of you may be looking at bringing a little more stability to your personal finances, especially your ability to reach your retirement goals. One potential solution for you is to take a look at conversion to a Roth IRA. But before we get rolling today, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tony Short. Tony, how are you
0: doing today? Oh, I'm doing great, Peter. Thanks for asking. And again, thank you so much for having me on the show today. I'm excited about this one. Uh, I know you have a great topic and there is a lot of economic uncertainty out there. And I know people are looking for solutions. You want to have a peace of mind about where your money's at. And there may be some opportunities right now uh, to Maybe look at those retirement accounts and make some changes that could really be financially beneficial. Uh, and we're going to look at those possibilities and everything that's going on out there in the financial world. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to do my best. I keep my work uh, on my eye on the ones I care about and follow the news a little bit. But I want to do my part to help everyone through the COVID 19 pandemic. But I'm also eager to return to some degree of normalcy. How about you? How have you been, Peter? What are you doing? Are you keeping busy there? Yeah, we're keeping busy. We're
1: keeping busy with business, but also, you know, it's a balance with personal life stuff too. So keeping busy on that front. But like you said, you know, itching to start getting back to some sort of normal, and and we're slowly getting there. The the stay at home orders here are, are starting to ease up a little bit. So um uh, there seems to be a path forward. Um, at least on that front, economically and looking at that kind of stuff, certainly I think there's still a lot to go through. So yeah, this is a, it's always a good time to, to sit down and take a look at your accounts and, and talk with someone who knows what's going on, right? So that um, as things start to recover, hopefully here in the near future, you're prepared.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, talking about Roth IRAs, uh, let's start with the basics. What exactly is a Roth?
1: Yeah, So let's start with the basics, Tony. Right, Let's start at ground zero. So a Roth IRA is a tax advantage retirement savings account, and it allows you to withdraw money tax-free. So as far as investments options within that account, they're quite similar to a traditional IRA. The biggest difference between these two accounts is that is how they're taxed, right? So a Roth IRA, you fund that with after-tax dollars, and the contributions are aren't tax-deductible. So on the front end, there isn't really that much of a tax advantage. Where we really see the advantage is when you withdraw funds, because when you withdraw funds from a Roth IRA, they are tax-free. So on the flip side, right, that's opposed to a traditional IRA where you put the money in and you get a tax advantage today, but the trade-off is when you go to make withdrawals down the road, especially in retirement, you're going to have to pay ordinary income tax rates on those withdrawals.
0: Okay, so a Roth IRA then is essentially a retirement account where you've already paid taxes on the money that you put into it, which means you don't have to pay taxes on that money as it flows out or you remove it from your account when you're in retirement. So what are the other basic building blocks of a Roth IRA? Tony, I think it's easy
1: to simply remember that Roth IRAs are probably best positioned to help those who think their taxes are going to be higher in retirement than they are in the present time. It's also critical to keep in mind that you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA if you make too much money. So, for example, in in 2020, if you're a single person uh, that makes over $139,000 or a married couple that makes over $206,000, you are uh, excluded from being able to contribute to a Roth IRA. Keep in mind too, the allowable contribution it does change from time to time. So for right now in 2020, the maximum contribution is six thousand dollars, and if you're over fifty, uh, it's seventh. It's an additional thousand dollars, and so it's for a total of seven thousand dollars. One of the key things I do want to you know keep in mind, and and a point that I see quite often is, you know. People assume that when they get to retirement, they're going to pay less money in taxes. Uh, And I can tell you, oftentimes when we work with people, probably more than half the time, people end up paying more in taxes on a percentage basis in retirement than they did while they were working. So including a Roth account into their overall saving strategy for retirement can be critical to making sure you're not overpaying taxes when they reach that retirement point.
0: Okay, so it seems like Roth IRAs are very similar to a lot of other retirement income uh, accounts out there, but I'm guessing there's some key differences, right? there
1: are some key differences. So keep in mind a Roth account is what we call a qualified account. And like other qualified retirement accounts, the money that is dedicated to a Roth IRA grows tax free. But a Roth Roth is less restrictive in many ways. So contributions can continue at any age as long as the account holder has made income or earned income that is equal to or greater than any of the contributions that they put in for that year. The account holder can maintain the Roth IRA indefinitely because is there's no required minimum distributions, or what we call an RMD. That's an amount of money that you have to take out of a, a traditional IRA, for example, once you reach a, a certain age. Um, and those, again, are usually in traditional IRAs or 401ks.
0: Sure. So how are Roth IRAs funded then?
1: So you can fund a Roth in many different ways, Tony, so including a regular contribution, a spousal IRA contribution, uh, transfers, uh, rollover contributions, or conversions. Regular Roth IRA contributions cannot be made with security or assets, so you have to be able to make those with cash or cash equivalents. However, a number of investment opportunities exist once your money is within that Roth IRA, including mutual funds, stocks, bonds, ETFs, CDs, and, and money market funds.
0: Wow. Well, Peter, I feel like I'm rapid firing these questions today, but I'm really interested in this and I think it's important. So how does a person go about opening a Roth IRA?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. So a Roth IRA has to be established with an institution that receives permission from the IRS to offer them. Generally, these include banks, brokerage companies, federally insured insured credit unions, savings and loans, those types of entities. Most people open IRAs with brokers. Uh, A Roth IRA can be established at any time, but contributions for a tax year have to be made by the IRA owners tax filing deadline. So for most people, that's April 15th, right? This year, it's a bit different with the, the extension because of the coronavirus, but generally a contribution to a Roth has to be made by uh, April 15th, tax day. When you establish your Roth IRA, you'll be giving an, uh, given an IRA disclosure statement um, and uh, an IRA adoption agreement and plan document. These are all the documents that are going to govern how that plan and that account
0: are going to work. Right. And so that's very important, obviously. And uh, I have heard of those. And as I recall, they can provide the IRA owner with a rundown of the rules and regulations for the account and spell out the agreement between them and the IRA's custodian or trustee. Right?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. And and they're obligated to give you that information. And though it, it can be a boring read, I'll be honest, it is worth making sure you understand how your account is going to work. Uh, you know, are all. Our listeners should also keep in mind to make sure they go out and shop around when selecting the institution they want their Roth IRA to be at. Some providers have a very long list of investment options, while others are very narrow. So you want to make sure you you tailor the choices to what you're looking for for your money to grow. Also, nearly... Every institution, they're going to have different fee structures. The more the higher the fees, the, the more that's going to eat into your savings. So you want to make sure that you're accounting for that. Um, so a financial service professional and advisor is certainly going to discuss that with you and then steer you in the right direction as you're trying to figure out um, where the best place to open a Roth IRA is.
0: Right, right. And now might be a good time to take a moment to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and talk about this and do just that and see if their situation is right. And maybe uh, they could be in a better place financially and in the future, a much better tax position by converting to a Roth. How can our listeners get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, so listeners can can give us a call at 866 360 or they can hop on our website theivag.com uh, and schedule an appointment that way again either in person uh, or we're doing, uh, given the current situation, we're doing uh, virtual meetings. Um, but you're you're right, Tony, converting to a Roth is certainly something people should look at, but it is not right for everyone at the current time or in the future, because there's a lot that goes into it, making sure um, we're doing right tax projections, making sure income is going to be where we need it for retirement, uh, making sure what your income is now and seeing if it's, it's the right solution. So looking at Roths and looking at Roths conversion shouldn't just be done. Um, on your own, you really should consult with someone who's a financial professional to help guide that process along.
0: All right. Thanks for that, Peter. And, and you know, today on the IV Retirement Podcast, we've been looking under the hood of Roth IRAs, so uh, listeners out there can better decide if maybe they'd be an effective part of their overall fr- financial strategy. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Peter Laufenberg. And, you know, I know I'm certainly thinking about Uh, what a Roth could do for my retirement pocketbook now that we've been talking about it. So, Peter, maybe you could tell us a little bit more about qualified distributions from a Roth IRA.
1: Sure. So so keep this in mind, Tony. When, when you withdraw money from a Roth, or, or known as a distribution, that is going to be done without any sort of penalty or tax hit, right? Distributions from Roths uh, are tax-free. If you only take out the amount equal to the total you've put in, a distribution isn't considered taxable income and isn't subject to penalty no matter what your age is or how long the money has been into your
0: account. Oh, wow. That sounds great. In fact, you could say It sounds a little too great. There has to be a but in there, right, Peter?
1: Yeah, there's always some caveats, especially when we're dealing with the IRS here, Tony. So the but here is that for a distribution of account earnings to be qualified, it has to occur at least five years after the Roth IRA's owner has established and funded the first uh, Roth IRA. And the distribution must occur under one of the following conditions. The Roth IRA Holder must be at least 59 and a half at the moment of distribution. The distributed assets must be used for the purchase, build or rebuild of a first home for the Roth IRA holder or qualified family member. The distribution is necessarily is necessary because the Roth IRA holder has become disabled and/or the assets are distri- uh, distributed to the beneficiaries of this account because the individual account holder has passed away.
0: Ah, okay. So it has to occur under one of those conditions. It has to meet at least one. There's always a catch. And one thing I'm curious about, I bet a lot of our listeners are as well, some of the things you can use to determine whether or not you may want to choose a Roth IRA versus a traditional IRA. Maybe you could break that down for us a little bit.
1: Yeah, Tony, it's it's a really important distinction. Essentially, the choice between a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA comes down to the filer's tax bracket, their expected tax bracket when they are going to retire, uh, and their personal preference. People who may be in a higher tax bracket when they retire are likely to find a Roth IRA to be beneficial because the amount of tax avoided in retirement will be more than the income tax paid in the present. Accordingly, young and lower income workers may have the most to gain from going into a Roth IRA. Of course, the right decision for everyone depends on their unique situation.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that, Peter. And certainly by beginning to save with an IRA early on, investors can see a greater benefit from compounding interest, which is awesome, uh, because Mm -hmm. that uh, initial investment and its earnings are reinvested and then produce more earnings, which are then reinvested, and so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, compound interest is is phenomenal, especially the the more time on your side, the more powerful compound interest is for you, right? So our listeners who expect to have a lower tax rate when they retire can enjoy a tax-free income from a Roth account. And the reality is creating tax-free income is a valuable component to a wide range of, of financial strategies. Another thing to remember is that if you don't need your Roth IRA during your retirement, you can keep that money right where it is so that it can continue to grow and and have that compound interest working for you. And then it will pass on to your heirs and that account that goes to your heirs is also going to be tax free. Conversely, if you was in a traditional IRA, then the tax burden shifts to your heirs if there's any sort of account left in, in those traditional IRA accounts.
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like there are then clear distinctions between Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs that are very important. Now, what do you have next for us?
1: Yeah, so, so Tony, some people may choose to open or convert to a Roth IRA because they're nervous about the potential future tax increases, and a Roth would allow them to lock in the current tax rates on their balance of those conversions that do in a Roth, and, and this is something to really consider when you look at the, the big picture of the finances in, in on our country, right? Um, you, you're dealing with a situation where you have growing debt. I wouldn't be surprised that by the end of this year, the, the United States has about $30 trillion in debt. and. and not even getting political on that at some point we have to service that debt. And so if historically, you know, tax rates are at their lowest right now. It wouldn't surprise me that you go forward uh, in a decade or so and tax rates are going to continue to creep up to service that rate. So the advantage of going over to Roth is essentially going to be, hey, look, I'm able to lock in a low tax rate today, right? I'm going to make a conversion. That conversion is going to cost me some tax dollars, but I'm going to use today's lowest tax rate, knowing that down the road, I'm not going to be subject to those high Higher rate. So, you know, you sometimes you have to take the big picture into account um, when looking at these uh, conversions, not just the cost that it's going to be today. Yeah. The other piece here, the other piece here, you know, high earners uh, who do contribute to a Roth retirement plan through their employer, protect, maybe with a Roth 401k because they exist, can also roll these plans into a, a Roth IRA without any tax ramifications. And thereby, they escape any of those required minimum distributions that they're going to have to take when they turn 72.
0: Ah, good point right there. And one other thing that popped into my mind: while you've been talking about this topic. Are the exceptions to the non-qualified withdrawal rule? Are there any of that with the Roth IRAs? Yeah, there are, Tony. So,
1: and they're definitely worth you know considering. You know, one of the exemptions is for on and reimbursable medical expenses so you can use a distribution to pay for those expenses for amounts that are greater than 10 percent of your adjusted gross income in the year of the distribution additionally there's an exemption to pay for medical insurance if you've lost your job uh, of particular interest for listeners may be uh, if they have a k- child that's getting ready to go off to college because there's an exemption on distributions that go towards qualified higher ed expenses um, for both Roth IRA owners and the dependent. So qualified expenses in, in that case include tuition, fees, books, supplies, and equipment required to, to enroll in that college um, or to attend it. And just keep in mind that enrollment must be done uh, in the year that with the withdrawal is made. Uh, finally, for those who uh, are either adopting or having a child in a given year, up to $5,000 um, can be withdrawn from those account in the year that that event occurs.
0: Wow, that's really helpful. Uh, so there are some good things to note there and you don't you don't want to have to sort out all this on your own you want to work with a financial professional and peter letter i know you've set aside some complimentary consultations for our listeners out there no cost no obligation how can our listeners get a hold of you to set that up yeah, Tony,
1: so they can give us a call, uh, 866-360-2724, uh, or hop onto our website, theIVAG.com. On that website, there's a couple of things. One is certainly a, a, a way to, to schedule an appointment, either in person uh, or virtually. Uh, But I also would encourage people when they're on that page, just check out what we have to offer to people um, and the folks that we work with. Uh, We are a comprehensive, um, holistic financial advisors. We we take the whole picture into people's uh, plans as they're working towards retirement or they're in retirement. And we're also fiduciaries, which is uh, something that isn't all that common. Um, when you're looking at financial advisors. Also, when they're on the page, they can see some of the past podcasts that that hit on some really important topics for their retirement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's very important. And listeners, as a reminder, this is the Ivy Retirement Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Peter Laufenberg. And our conversation today, Peter, has taken us into the inner workings of Roth IRAs, And it's been a good one. There is still one piece of the Roth IRA puzzle that I'm curious about, and that's Roth conversions or Roth IRA conversions. Maybe you could give us some insight into that.
1: Yeah, Tony, I certainly can. And I think it's a it's a it's obviously the next logical step for today's conversation. So converting a traditional uh, IRA into a Roth IRA is a very simple process uh, and the IRS pretty much spells out three basic ways that you can go about doing it. I will say one of them, the first way is probably not the ideal because it, it opens yourself up to mistakes, but the, the second two options are, are the easiest and mistake-free. So the first one is doing a rollover. You take a contribution or you take a, excuse me, you take a distribution from your traditional IRA uh, you personally take that check from that that IRA and then you deposit the money into your Roth within sixty days. The other two ways to to do a rollover from a traditional IRA to a Roth uh, is either try what we call trustee to trustee transfer. That's where you take uh money that's in a traditional IRA at one institution, you make a request to transfer that over to the Roth account in another institution, and the two institutions essentially do though that transaction between um themselves. Or the third way is to do within the same trustee. So if you have your money at, at one location, uh, you open a Roth account uh, at the same location, they'll transfer the money from your traditional IRA right to your Roth at the same institution. As you can imagine, like I said, those last two options are the preferable way to do it because it takes you out of the picture and also um, takes any sort of mistakes um, that can be made and essentially removes them.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, that's very good to know. And as we look at the current COVID-19 economic landscape out there, has the pandemic and its fallout created maybe an additional incentive to do a rollover?
1: Yeah, Tony, it is, you know, unfortunately, the pandemic has lowered the account of many people's retirement accounts, but... The bottom line is if the value of that account has dropped, then what you're seeing is it is a good time to convert because the lower amount also means that any sort of taxable hit that's going to occur because of that conversion from a, a traditional IRA to a Roth is going to be is going to be lower.
0: Right. And and we're we're currently in a period of lower taxation anyway. So exactly. that's yeah. that's really important. Uh, to note, because that makes the situation even more ideal for Mm -hmm. a Roth conversion to convert from your traditional IRA or traditional retirement accounts. Maybe you've got a 401k or a traditional and you want to convert that into a Roth. Uh, You know, the stars may have aligned right now for that. Um, But speaking of tax burdens, maybe we should dive a little deeper into the tax aspect of all this. Uh, What do you have for us on that?
1: The bottom line, Tony, is when you convert a traditional IRA into a Roth, there's going to be a tax bill. We know that. The goal is to make sure we minimize the the tax burden the best that we can. But always keep in mind, the point of doing the conversion is that at the end, into the future, when you're retired, that any of those withdrawals from the Roth are going to be tax-free. Listeners should also note that one potential advantage of a Roth IRA in comparison to a traditional one uh, is that you don't have to take those RMDs, those required minimum distributions, which is certainly something to ponder if you're hoping to leave any sort of money to your heirs.
0: Right, and that's key as well. Uh, So that could be an age-related benefit to converting to a Roth IRA, correct Peter? Yeah, Tony. So,
1: traditional IRAs are subject to a required minimum distribution after you turn 72. Keep in mind for some people it's 70 and a half, but for today's for today's conversation, let's just leave it at 72. And those required minimum distributions, just as a quick review, that is a distribution that the the government forces you to start taking money out of your traditional IRAs or your 401Ks because they want to start collecting their tax money. While Roths are not subject to those RMDs because, because you put that money in after tax. So, if you don't need to take money out of it, right, you're not forced to, um, then you can just let it sit there and grow. And if you need to dip into it, you can with no tax burden. But it also, when you pass, that Roth goes on to your heirs, and they also don't have any sort of tax burden tied to it.
0: Nice. So, uh, it's really important from a tax standpoint, especially how it's going to affect you. Uh, in retirement, when you're going to really need that money uh, and how much it can grow, you've got to look at all the factors. But we're out of time for today's show. It was a great one, very enlightening. Peter, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we have to go today?
1: I would say that you know Roths are certainly something that people should look at, and it, Roth should be part of their overall retirement strategy. Um, and it's important to sit down with someone who can help you take a look at the big picture and where a Roth or a Roth conversion um, fits into your retirement plan uh, certainly give us a call I'm happy to, to help people put together uh, retirement plans retirement income plans that will include Roth uh, accounts and do so in, in a manner that's going to take a, a look at all the different pieces of your financial picture to make sure nothing is left behind uh, or you haven't missed something as you're planning you know for those golden years as they call it so certainly give, give me a call, 866-360-2724, or again, hop on our website, theivyag.com, uh, and we can start a conversation and see how I can help you uh, understand Roths and how they will play a, a part in your retirement.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Peter. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Tony. Uh, Join us next week for another episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Everyone take care, be safe, stay healthy, and uh, thanks again for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at the Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724, a registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.